Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I'm your radio, radio show. Hello and welcome to the Nine or Nine podcast. It's episode 107 of the Nine or Nine podcast. This is myself speaking, Nine or Nine, and I am accompanied as ever by Andrea Cleary. Hello. Hi. That is your cue, as you know. This is me speaking. <laughs> I, I never get that cue. <laughs> Hi. Hello. You do, actually. You do get Do I? Cue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nailed it. We are talking over Zoom, as is our uh, custom in 2020. Uh, we no longer meet in rooms um, in real life. We no. discuss things online, like uh, we're 15 on on message boards, <laughs> except for this video and uh, uh, professional audio services. And uh, all we should make a happening. forum. <laughs> I've thought about that in the past, but then I was like, oh, forums suck. Yeah. <laughs> they just develop. Twitter is basically a forum when you just log in and feel unhappy. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what are we going to be discussing on this week's podcast? We are going to be talking about Roisin Murphy's fifth full-length album, Roisin Machine. That was our album up for review this week. We will be talking about songs from Romy from the XX. We've also got some tune yards and an Irish collaboration to discuss as well. Um, and... Yeah, and bits in between, I would say. And we're recording this again in in the morning, which is uh, still such a novelty for me, and I'm sure you, Andrea. I'm liking it. We usually record a podcast after the end of the day when we're all wrecked. Um, So less. No, because I think today, like music wise, we have a very high energy podcast. Do you think that's um, why? Yeah. Well, I'm 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 pumped for it now. It's like there's no. There's no fleet foxes in here. There's no bunny there. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing calm. This is like all go all the time. So probably best to do it in the morning when we have energy. Yeah. Well, did you listen to the fleet foxes album in the end? I did. Yeah, I I went for a nice long walk with it, and I really really liked it. It's nice. very pretty. I had a lovely drive with it. Um, oh, very nice. So that was nice. Um, a lovely drive in in a very autumnal weather, um, mm-hmm. which I know you're a fan of. Um, oh, it's just gorgeous at the moment. It's like. I was out this morning for a run, no big deal. Um, and it was like that kind of, it was cold. It was like six degrees, but it was really sunny. And That's my there were leaves weather. and yeah. oh God, it was just gorgeous. It was so, so nice. I love this time of year. I love it. I don't really go outside in the summer very much. I'm not a summer person <laughs> at all. But once once it starts getting cold um, and there's days like today, I'm like, yes, get me out. Get me out in the sun. Eat a leaf. Yeah. Yeah, um, I do love this weather. Um, but then I am an autumnal uh, person. I was, uh, I celebrated my birthday this week. So uh, you did, you know, I, I it it chimes the big with two me. five. <laughs> yes, ish, ish. Yes, uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, uh, weird not to be able to do anything for your birthday, but still, uh, very nice mm. to be able to do a little bit. Yeah. Any anything interesting happening in the world of Andrea Cleary? Um, well, I, I can go into my reason to be cheerful. 
Um, my reason to be cheerful this week is that and I think I'm a week late actually with this, but the Great British Bake Off is back. And Tuesday nights have just been like unbelievable telly nights now. Um, so you've got Bake Off at eight o'clock. After Bake Off, um, Sandy Tosvig did mm-hmm. a uh, a program about teaching. It was just a two-parter, so it's over now. It was on last week and this week. It's about teaching um, adults in the UK how to read and write if they've had like reading and writing difficulties. Okay. And it was just so like warming and inspiring and amazing and she's just the queen of the world and I love her and then after that it's the UK goggle box so it's just it's banger after banger on Tuesday nights on <laughs> channel four like get amongst it um, like so yeah you're really my, settling into the uh the autumnal uh staying in oh yeah, there. yeah yeah and I made a um I made an apple crumble it was my first time ever making an apple crumble on Sunday night and or right. Sunday during the day and like I don't I don't want to brag but I absolutely nailed it like it's, it was the most <laughs> delicious thing I've ever eaten in my life with a bit of um, nice bit of vanilla ice cream it was really good so this week I think I'm gonna make a blueberry pie um and wow. just You're yeah I'm gonna go into into pie making celebrating bake-off um do you watch bake-off now Sorry, I well, asked funny you, that you while, should ask because literally, coffee. my friends were talking about it on the WhatsApp group last week, and I was like, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of Bake Off. So, I did last week, hey. and because it was all the cake heads, the head bus thing, which looked gas, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. this is like Blink One Eight Two's Tom DeLonge as a as a cake. I was like, what is this? Okay, so I watched it. I had a great time. Um, I'm I'm fully on board with it now. I'm like I'm gonna yes. watch this. I'm so I'm like, happy. I'm enjoying this, and I think it really helps for me that I like I'm I'm not a, like a huge like cake or sweet sweet tooth person. You don't need to be. You don't. Need I know, to be. but it doesn't like I just I would imagine if I really liked, I just want to make make me want to eat stuff all the time. Um, but now <laughs> I swear to God, give it give it two weeks, and you'll you'll be sitting on your couch just going, "Oh my God, that's that's not going to rise." I don't know what she thinks she's doing taking that out of the oven at this point. There's no yeah. way that's going to rise. Oh, that's going to have a soggy bottom. There's no snap on that. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, happen. yeah. Oh, there's going to be no snap on that now. There's far too much butter in that. You become an <laughs> expert. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. Armchair baking. Yeah, it's actually, um, um, it's a it's a simple pleasure. And yeah. uh, a lovely reality show, I think. Um, so I've been really enjoying it. I just, it's a whole new thing to me. I know I'm like, what, 10 years late to it? Yeah. But, uh, you can definitely go back and watch the old ones as well. <laughs> Listen, who are you talking? I've already started. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, I was like, why not? Uh, um, it's so good. It's so, yeah, so good. Good fun. Okay, my reason to be cheerful this week is uh, a little more serious, but also very useful uh, in its own way. Um, you know, you may have heard about the Minding Creative Minds services, which were uh, launched at the start of this year, or start of the pandemic, essentially, really April or May. Um, Money Creative Minds is basically a suite of services that enable um, artists, songwriters, music managers and event personnel to uh, access certain um, services like mental health services, advice, legal advice, stuff like that, um, all basically to help with the life coast coaching, uh, financial assistance, uh, counselling, career guidance. Um, obviously, very uh, pertinent in, in the pandemic when nobody can actually do anything. Um, 
and do no one can do their job and anyone like like I'll be honest I've I felt I haven't contacted these guys because I have a therapist myself but I um have felt you know like lo- suffering from a lack of identity when you can't do the things that you know you define are defined by or you know you would associate with your identity so I found that a struggle myself so I understand but I think this came as a as a really good time and um, because it was basically offering free services for anyone uh, the good news this week is that they've opened the mining creative minds services to everybody in the music industry in Ireland so that anyone who works in music at all venue staff music marketing PR admin anyone who does anything in Ireland or abroad minding creative minds is available as a free service so if you want to talk to somebody and you don't can afford it which is often maybe one of the things that stops people um you know accessing therapy or talking to somebody in terms of counseling um they are currently offering free um chats and therapy and counseling and legal advice and all that kind of stuff so uh, mindandcreativeminds.e uh, do have a look at that if it's something um that you think is would be useful for yourself if you're finding it hard if you're a musician or an artist or a manager or whatever it is and you know the last six months have been really tough for a lot of people um and there is no end in sight necessarily but there is i don't know there's some feeling of brightness at the moment. Um, I have anyway, and I don't know where it's coming from, so I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though I can't do gigs or do anything at all, um, I'm you know uh, trying to. It's a it's it's a hard thing to be able to cope with uh, not being able to do what you love, and so Mining Creative Minds is a great service for anyone who maybe needs a chat to somebody or want, is feeling a lot of anxiety or stress or need some legal assistance, financial assistance, career guidance, um, all that kind of stuff. So um, it is, uh, I think it's just a really great tool and uh, and it came around at really the right time because, um, and it clearly a success because it's opened up to the rest of the uh, industry as well. So I think that's uh, really, really useful. So uh, that's my reason to be cheerful this week. Great bunch of lads. Great bunch of lads. <clears throat> okay, um, we are not going to waste time, but we are going to go straight into the album of the week. Look, she's. We already call her a queen, so um, we know her where we're coming from most of the time with Roisin Murphy, but a long and distinguished career and nowhere near finished. Um, we have an album here called Roisin Machine. Um, I'm gonna play a song from it here called Something More, and we'll come back in. Yeah. 
So, Roisin Murphy's new album, Roisin Machine, is out this Friday, October 2nd. Uh, her first full-length album since Hairless Toys in 2015. And then 2016's Take Her Up to Monto. Fifth solo album overall, obviously... Roshi Murphy uh, was in Maloko uh, back in the day, um, a long uh, career known for her um, being kind of a disco queen, kind of cool house, straddling somewhere between house and disco, um, an artful um, artist, one that is um, ultra cool and um, knowledgeable of fashion and trends and uses them in a way that uh most pop stars in the past have but on her own terms um very much a distinguished and um i wouldn't say cult um pop artist but certainly has a cult following um mm. and i think uh roshin machine is an interesting one because it actually is <clears throat> It, well, it's, first of all, it's uh, she's done this before where she's teamed up with producers like the EP she did where it was all uh, kind of uh, Italian songs from a few years ago. And this one, Roisin Machine, is 10 tracks uh, made with one of her collaborators, uh, Crooked Man, who's a DJ and producer. Um, what's interesting as well is that some of these songs go back to 2011 to 2012. Um, they're quite, they've been out quite a while. But so I was a bit wary of it when when I realized that because I was like, oh, new Roshan Murphy album, great, and I loved that. For me, like the last two albums, there's some great stuff on Hairless Toys and Take Her Up to Monto, but I, it's very, I think she is at her best when she's doing this kind of stuff when she's doing disco and dance music, like her first solo album, um, or second solo album, and. That's my favorite Roshin Murphy. So look, I think this is great, and I think even though some of these songs were released back back in ages ago, I think they've done a great job of of um, seamlessly bring, kind of bringing them together. Ten tracks, only four of these songs hadn't been heard before, if you count the singles that were previously released. Um, so we've got Incapable, uh, Murphy's Law, uh, Narcissist, Jealousy, um, Simulation, and uh, something more, which you heard there. Um, so I was a little, when I first realized that I was like oh I don't know if this is a, this is just like a collection of music but the more I listen to it the more I feel like it is a, a complete album it is something that kind of sits really well together and uh, I'm now really glad I pre-ordered it on vinyl <laughs> yeah I mean Roshi Murphy's just one of those artists I think who sort of should be a household name and in certain households she is but it it's I, I I know for like a lot of her fans it's like well why isn't she topping charts every time she releases something and um I mean she she certainly has had like chart success but just like she's she's a genius um and she is such a creative person and l- like you said has such a kind of artful way of approaching music like it's not just music that she's approaching uh, she's approaching things like visually as well and she's got a very honed sense of what her own style and what her own aesthetic is so it means that she can kind of move around in that she can do the kind of take her up to Monto more experimental stuff and she can also do this Roshi machine kind of decade in the making 
disco bangers released in the middle of a pandemic and still managing to make sense to us um yeah i i i think this album is is just astonishing in how in how much it kind of leans into its own narrative like it's it's a very it's sort of at once quite a quite a self-conscious album but it's coming at self-conscious or it's being the act of being self-conscious with with a kind of mature slant do you know like she's she's kind of she's talking about on it the kind of the monotony and repetition of life which is something that we can all kind of understand you know the the line on um um I can't remember which which one it is where she say she's saying keep waking up at 6 a.m getting up doing it all again um that's just like you know we we can completely understand where she's coming from and that and and then obviously there's like this line on it, how dare you sentence me to a lifetime without dancing when my body's made for feeling. Um, I, I don't know if that line was written during the pandemic or not, but it's it's hard to find something that kind of sums up what 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 even we were talking about earlier about being in a creative industry and being being people who rely on music and rely on dance and rely on um, finding other people in that space to feel alive and to feel like we're part of something and I think that that just sums it up so beautifully um and it it's just like it is it, it is a, a an album of bangers but that's not usually enough to kind of draw me in because I'm not like the biggest dance and house music fan like I'm I I like what I like and the rest of it I can kind of take or leave but I I think it's those kind of like philosophical moments that she peppers throughout that really really draw me in to the story of this album and to want to listen to this woman who is so assured of herself I'm like I want to learn how you do that <laughs> how, how did you manage to get here so um yeah I, th- I think it's astounding I really really love it yeah interestingly that song something more uh was definitely um influenced by the well the lockdown and pandemic stuff um uh, it's a song that was written with uh amy douglas who is a singer songwriter who's worked with like disco uh trio horse meat disco and stuff like that before and they met at a talk in london and uh they said the first version was very straight ahead pop funky very camp uh, and it seemed right before we began before lockdown but as a new reality descended upon the world we got tired of its one and only dimension and um so when this slow burn deep soulful groove emerged out of the remixes i decided to change tact it seemed perfect perfect range for the song and also perfect for the moment we're in darker ages now and this feels like morning the sun's coming up and it's the last record of a very very good night we need space for mood and the uncanny right now. And I think that's it. Like, there's a lot of, there's, it's certainly, there's nothing about Roshi Murphy's music that's ever been one dimensional. Mm. And I think there probably are people who would dismiss the kind of music she makes as, like, uh, you know, fun dance music, whatever. But, like, she's always saying something. She's always um, addressing topics, maybe even, like, you know, like they might be quite, you know, obvious ones or, like narcissism or jealousy yeah. and stuff like that or Murphy's Law which is just like a really simple story of seeing somebody on a night out who you don't want to see um, yeah. and also a great title um, and there's an elements of what she does that is just so much like um, 
you know, Grace Jones would be an, an obvious influence, but she's doing like on We Got Together. It does sound like a, a kind of that Grace Jones uh, doing electro kind of thing. That's because uh, Roshi Murphy has personality and she has, yeah. um, she's not just a voice and she has thoughts and feelings and you are, she always puts that across. And even if she's not saying an awful lot, um, I always feel like uh, she has a lot to say uh, with with little. Um, and the other thing about her is, and I think interestingly, I think that's why I think it's interesting that some of these songs are that are released f- f- nearly 10 years ago now, uh, she's always been really versatile in terms of um, being the kind of artist who can make remixes and different edits and extended versions of all these songs. So really like this, this album version, these are like album versions of these songs. There's, if you take Simulation, for example, there's an amazing Manolo Tuff remix of that song that's been going around for years. She's the kind of artist that does, she does a house and a disco version of the same song. Mm. And she's totally able to do it because that's what she does. That's what she does. That's how she does it. Um, she is able to adapt and change. And I think with Crooked Man, the producer, if you look at the remixes and a lot of things that came out in in advance, of Roisin Machine, there's a lot of things here um, that were either remixed or, but most, a lot of things were like extended, like 12 inch cuts. Um, in, if you look at the Narcissist Crooked Man remixes, there's like a disco version, a droney version, a crooked version, a string version. So that, that's the kind of thing that she is, her music and her voice is really suitable for just you know adaption and taking different shades and different like even something more the remixes that came out recently there's a light and a dark and a mm. dirty and a then a dub version so i think that versatility is always there for her i think that that's why i'll always come back to her um and that's why i think she's brilliant did you watch the uh something more video did you see that one from last week <laughs> just uh there's a video she put up last week which is it's kind of like a live stream video but it's not really it's like um <clears throat> she's in Ibiza in a house and it's kind of like that morning thing she's talking about like this bottles of wine on the table and it's bright and she's wearing a, a, a flowy dress and then walks outside and there's a drone and she ends up jumping into a, a swimming pool at the end before not before petting a horse and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. it's really cool it's just like that's the kind of thing she does she's just effortlessly cool at it but obviously there's a lot of effort to make you look so effortless and I mm-hmm. think that's the same <clears throat> with this kind of music as well she is there's a lot of effort there's a lot of time put into this I love that when she came and did a uh, Narcissus um, on I think it was the late late or something last year she did it on some uh, RT program last year and she got the like demanded basically I won't do it unless I get a concert orchestra mm. in to do it you know what I mean so like she is an artist that has ambition that many ar- artists uh, would crave for and I think um, that's why I think she's absolutely brilliant um, mm. so I actually did um, I'm going to share it I mean, what I'm sharing it today on the Patreon uh, patreon.com forward slash nine or nine if you want to join uh, from a five or a month uh, I did a little uh, a playlist actually I did a playlist a number of years ago 2014 of Roshi Murphy songs I've updated it now and kind of a best of uh, Roisin Murphy. So there's like 30 something songs on it. And the thing about Roisin for me is that in the last couple of years since I thought she was to take her up to Monto period was interesting. But my my favorite kind of Roisin Murphy has been the disco kind of vibe. Um, and she's been doing so much of that in the last couple of years. And I'm never, ever sick of it. But she's one of my favorite, absolutely one of my favorite voices 
in music. Like there's a great song that I put on that playlist. That, um, she's the handsome boy modeling school song called The Truth. I think from 2001. And she sings a verse on that. And it's just incredible. And I think she's not, if anything, she's underutilized in terms of by other people. I think I'd mm-hmm. like to hear her um, sing uh, with different kind of tones and different kind of art. And I think I'd love to hear more of that. But as it stands, I think Roshi Machine is uh, a superb album. And certainly as the days are feeling a little bit lighter at the moment, um, I uh, am really uh, finding this chiming well with uh, how I'm feeling. And uh, I'm going to be going back to this a lot this month, I think. Good. Yeah, I I, I think I'm going to be coming back to this a lot. I mean, I was listening to it while running this morning and I was like, I, I don't I don't remember the last time that I had this sort of feeling of like, a lot of movement, a lot of like big beats in my ear, a lot of endorphins. And, you know, it's 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 a way of, I suppose, simulating that kind of club feeling and that being out feeling while while you can't actually do it. And um, so I do recommend if if you're if you're an exercisey person, definitely throw this in your ears while you're doing it, because it's um it's it, it's a great motivator. Like it's there's there's really moments of brightness and moments of kind of levity on this that um that make you feel like yeah we will actually come through this and we will actually get to dance to these songs in some sweaty club at some point um but until then you know she's at least addressing um the 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 monotony and the and i mean like m- monotony and thing and and repetition are are things that can be addressed in very interesting ways especially in dance music and house music because of their very nature of like repetitive beats and things like that um and i think that she she does that really really well obviously her voice is just singular like i don't know anybody who sings like her who has her style of singing voice like you you know her so instantly and um yeah, the further she gets into her career, the more I I feel like we're we're all just starting to look up to her as this like just this like queen of music. <laughs> and yeah. um I think yeah. um I was thinking about this during the week actually. I think Robin and Roisin Murphy, two voices that are so distinctive that no mm. matter where you hear them, you're like, Oh, that's Robin or that's Roisin Murphy. I think those two um jumped jumped to my mind about instant recognition. So um yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I think this is fantastic. And um I would urge people to listen to I mean there there are some like shorter edits of some of these songs on Spotify. Um like the album is out tomorrow, but I would urge people to listen to this all the way through and to and to stick with the longer tracks. Like the opening track simulation is uh, eight minutes and thirty seconds, but it it really it really takes all of that time to kind of weave its narrative and to really introduce you to the rest of the album that to come. Um, I think she uses her time very very well on this record. Like it's ten tracks but they're all they're all quite long there's only one i think that's under four minutes um incapable um and yeah she she Which uses also has her a very long version as well uh, yeah yeah so that. like she yeah. she she uses her time very very well in this and it's it's really really worth um going through it in in one sitting because you you will definitely find a narrative to 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 hold on to in it and I, what I love about it as well is that, you know, it always 
you know, recall some of the, you know, the thing about doing disco music is that you either update it or you do an old version. But I think mm. um, there's, she's always found a nice middle ground between, you know, using some authentic sounds of the era and then updating it with more electronic uh, styles and, and techniques and mm. something she's always done. And I think uh, with Crooked Man, this works really well. Um, so I think, yeah, this like think, just thinking to even as well the fact that some of the songs were released a long time ago they all really work well together you know um you think about the strings on narcissist kind of mm. thing that you know Nile Rogers might use or you know the like I love that yeah that slow burn that like kind of languid loungy disco vibe of something more mm. um and then like Kingdom of Ends, which is kind of like one of those big festival songs, big festival release. Funny, I think um, for homework, everybody should watch. There's a lovely um, version of Sing It Back, um, the song that obviously uh, made Roshi Murphy and Maloko uh, back in the day. It's from 2004 from a festival called Pink Pop. It's on YouTube. And the version is just like, it's nothing like the actual song. Mm. It's just like a 10 minute like, workout 10 minute jam um and roshi murphy going into great what it did make me feel was that you know um she's running off stage and one of the guys from a loco is like doing silly dances and like they're just riffing and mm. but just watching those people like her standing at the front of the audience and everyone so many people at once it's like it is that thing that isn't going to happen for a long time and there was a sadness in that but there was also um, a beauty in it as well and I think that's a lot of what like disco and uh, does to people and you know it's it's euphoria but it's also there's something else in the background maybe some melancholic uh, experiences as well um, and mm. that's what <laughs> I think that's what I think disco does best and I think that's what Roshan Murphy does really well here yeah, I think my my favorite kind of disco and my favorite kind of dance music is like really really upbeat, but with very very sad lyrics. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I, I I think Sing It Back does that really really well. That that kind of that yearning. Um, yeah, and there's she, always a yearning in, in like really good disco music. There should yeah. always be a yearning for something. Yeah, you know, yeah, something um, more. And I think she's she's really really fantastic at doing that because you can be. Yeah, and I mean, like I, I think uh, Robin is, is is somebody else who does it in in that kind of similar way, maybe with more of a pop lilt. But yeah, I, you know, Queen, absolute Queen, she's she's amazing. All right, that's Roisin Machine from Roisin Murphy. Here's Simulation, the opening track.
that was Roisin Murphy. Roisin Machine is the name of the album out this Friday, October 2nd. Um, and it's time for Songs of the Week. Our first track this week is from the XX's Romy, a solo single called Lifetime. And it sounds like this. That was Romy with Lifetime, a solo single from the ex's singer, Romy Madleycroft, and uh, definitely in some elements of kind of 90s dance music going on there, which, uh, you know, makes sense if... Uh, Romy's been doing some DJing recently and uh, did a Pride party and uh, Home Block last year, so uh, has been... Doing a fair bit of that, so I guess it's not a surprise if you were paying attention that Romy would be releasing this. I guess maybe well, some people may have expected um, Romy to kind of be the moody one <laughs> yeah. of the two of the three, um, but no, not so. Um, has been making a kind of this kind of upbeat day glow uh, kind of dance music uh, in the past. Also, has been uh, doing a lot of co-writes and actually co-wrote. Dua Lipa's song Electricity and been writing songs with Mark Ronson and stuff like that so there you go did you know that were you aware of that no I didn't know that I don't I don't follow the XX very much I feel like I just have a blind spot in my head that is the XX and everything that any of them do in 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 their solo stuff um like I know some songs but I've just never really dived in dove in is dove a word dived in um yeah this is this is fun (laughs) <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's i included fine. it this week to um high energy of, you know yeah i like i love the jamie xx stuff and that's more production based and dance stuff this is more like um, i think i know more, more of his stuff yeah. yeah yeah well this is her first ever solo single so yeah um she's a lot to catch up on it's interesting that a band as moody and um, atmospheric as the xx in their solo projects basically make dance music all the time and i wonder mm. if that's to do with like you know <clears throat> i think about this a lot in terms of bands that you know establish this sound when they're young and they do it and then they feel like they kind of have to maybe stick to it a bit more mm. and then but as they experience things and they god forbid maybe they take drugs somewhere and they have a <gasps> good time and Wild. you know well look this is what life is like i'm just I'm, just, I'm, I'm not going to sugar sugarcoat reality for you andrea <laughs> it's what happens um Drugs. you know and they have a good time and they go to good clubs and they get asked to dj places you're like and then kind of makes sense that you would end up kind of uh exploring those kind of uh rhythms and textures so uh yeah i think it was an interesting one it's mm. i think it's I don't know if there's a huge longevity in it, but I think it's good that somebody who um, is, I, I don't know what this means for the XX album itself, if there is one uh, mm. on the way. It doesn't seem like I so, it. I sort of thought of this song like um, like that AMAC song that we had a couple of weeks ago where it's just like, I'm just going to try something 
different and something new and I'm going to lean into whatever kind of cheesiness comes out of that or whatever kind of campness or kitschiness yeah. comes out of it and I I, I I get that kind of vision from this which which I do like because I mean I think that making music should be fun and it sounds like she had a lot of fun making this Um, I just I don't know if it's like entirely for me but that's fine that's totally grand um but no good for her because yeah I mean I hadn't really thought about it like that in terms of like breaking out of a, having a very singular very moody sound and maybe not wanting to lean into that during during difficult times and wanting to just kind of have a bit of fun so yeah well that's, that's true good. yeah and this was recorded uh, in lockdown essentially um so i guess that means that the xx aren't planning on following up their 2017 album uh, i see you anytime soon um last time i really experienced them was uh, those gigs in the tivoli um, which were were great actually that was a really good it was absolutely jammers jesus christ thinking back now um you wouldn't have that anymore now you wouldn't have that wouldn't now have that. it was actually uncomfortably uh jammers at the time uh, like i was basically shoved up against the sound engineers um barrier and mm. quite uncomfortable <laughs> do you remember but, julia uh, jacqueline and whelan's and i kept having to like every time somebody walked past because I was like standing on the stairs and every time somebody walked past I had to like walk down two stairs and walk back yeah. up two stairs and I was like oh it's so <laughs> it's so full <laughs> right that is that is Romy with Lifetime our next song is a new discovery for me and I'll tell you all about it in a second it's called Workout Tonight <laughs> That was Ultraflex. Song is called Workout Tonight. Who are Ultraflex? Well, I only found out yesterday that they're Icelandic Norwegian duo. Um, and it turns out uh, they have previous form uh, with me anyway. Um, one of the members is uh, calls herself Special K, is also one of the members of Reykjavik Dieter, the daughters of Reykjavik from Iceland. Oh, and then yeah. the other half of this uh, Ultraflex group is Faro, F A R A O. From Norway and uh, this this uh, I think this was in my emails actually this week and I just put it on I was like that's a nice vibe I like this um, definitely my kind of vibe I love that kind of uh, electronic pop um, kind of electro kind of throwback boogie stuff uh, really nice um, um, some interesting lyrics on this um, Niall I don't think they're talking about working out at all I don't I think, think they are I think yeah. they're talking about quite bold stuff actually so yeah um, well just you know uh, warning to anybody with children yeah, this song is not as innocent as it seems. Like the lyrics include hormonal discharge, moist <laughs> clothing, glue to yeah. the skin, 
physical pleasure, sweating together. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, think yeah, you, I don't you know, think it's all about... All of that uh, can happen in a gym. That's fine. I don't think it's about I'll, a five-a-side game. I don't think, I don't think it is either. Or a badminton, actually. Or badminton. Or badminton. Nope. No, I, I think it's think about so. dirty things and <laughs> they should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, yeah, this, no is, this, is such, this is such a vibe. It's such a buzz. Um, it's, it's really, really cheesy. And I like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so oh, yeah. cheesy. Um, like there's a bit at the very, very end where the guy in it is like, I can't remember what he says, but he's something like, oh, my spandex is like stuck to me. Let me just take it off. <laughs> I'm just like, I love that. Yes. Yeah, why not? Why um, not? Why not? It's just, such a, yeah, it's it's quite funny. It's quite a funny song, I think. Um, and I found myself, I was having a little bop around to it. So why well done, Yeah. Why not? Um, I listened to the album, actually, which is, there is an album out the end of October, 30th of October, Ultraflex, called Visions of Ultraflex. Uh, yeah, fun. If you like that, you're going to like cool. the album, basically. Um, okay, time for a collaboration between Denise Chyla, Sorka Richardson, God Knows, and James Fisick Morrow, and Connor Adams, and a couple of other people that I can't remember right now. This is called Out the Gaff. Took a trip in Ireland, nothing ever was the same. Michael Lane, Michael Lala, Michael Trevor, change your game. I watch on my television, Peyton's in the gallery. Gunner's looking down the lens, I was glued to my TV. I saw us sleeping city, we could sing a lullaby. That is out the gaff, Denise Chyla, Sarkarishan, God knows, um, and James Facebook Morrow on production. Uh, Dre, this is your choice this week, so I'll let you begin. Um, I think there needs to be some kind of intervention at some point, and we need to put um, Denise Chyla, uh, Merley, and God knows, just for a little nap. I'm just like, just They need rest. to go into isolation. Just, sake, lads. just <laughs> calm down. You know, I just hope that they're getting enough sleep because, oh my God, are they releasing bangers? Like, it, it just one after the other. Like, they are killing it this year. And I mean, this song is no exception. This is such a jam. Like, came out the same the same week as Merley's um, music video as well, um, which is just, again, so yeah. much energy. To the wheels fall off, record, the wheels um, fall off. shot in uh, the home of Bows. Um, so who good. obviously have been brilliant in terms of um, supporting uh, the likes of Massey uh, by uh, selling the Refugees Welcome shirt uh, in aid of them as well. It's beautiful. Um, I really so want to buy one. Perfect place. Yeah. 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 That music video is amazing. This is just, it's so high energy. It's so kind of, there's, there's a bit of like, there's a bit of that kind of like call and response feeling to it. Um, everyone on it absolutely kills it. 
it's so good. It's just like it's it's an amazingly energetic tune, and I think it's fantastic and re- really really great to hear um, something from Sorka Richardson as well, who um, made one of my favorite albums of last year. So very different style for Sorka. On this very one. different style for Sorka. She sounds she sounds brilliant doing it. Um, and you know anything James Vincent McMorrow touches kind of turns to gold anyway. So this was always going to be a match made in heaven with, with all of these artists working together, but. Um, but yeah, it's it's real good. It took a while for this to grow on me. I oh, did say. it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure about it at first. Um, mm. It kind of, I think it's just the the sort of reggaeton beat would be my buzz most of the time. Um, and it's very, yeah. I would have, I would like more low end maybe. But I like the. It's a kind of a fun little ditty. It's like it sounds like people having fun in a studio, and I think that was the intention. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I was similarly. I was like. Denise, you have a mixtape out next week. Uh, like this Friday, called Go Brave. Why are you doing another a song Take out this break. week? What? And then they were I mean, doing I'm not, did, did you, I'm not complaining. Like this no. is No, well, I just like, they great. need a break, lads. You're going to burn I know. it if you're not careful. Um, but they also did the National Concert Hall show on Sunday. Did you manage to catch any of that? No, not yet. Um, I have it. I have it like lined up for me when I have when I have a chance to watch it. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, they had... Um, they did this, this song towards the end, actually. It was nice to see Sork up there. Uh, I think it, it made more sense live. It was kind of a good buzz. Um, really nice. And uh, a lot of the show was done with Denise Godnose and uh, Marley doing a um, a live, uh, kind of with a live band as well. Did I mention Marley that he, Marley's on this as well? We should have. Um, I think so. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I think we of course did. Yeah. did. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so to playing with a live band, like people like Zaska and... Um, members of uh bark as well and bark. Uh, then b- b- yeah bringing on you just uh, leaned back and they went bark <laughs> sorry <laughs> bringing on bringing on px music uh like hazy haze and citrus and uh strange boy and gavin da vinci uh so that was really interesting to see that in national concert hall i did feel like it just to be not so positive about it. Um, it did feel like the whoever was doing the lights didn't quite know what to do <laughs> after time. Oh, really? Because it was all shot quite far away, um, and because there's no cameras close, maybe because of COVID or whatever. But uh, it did feel like it took me ages. But like, is there lights just on? Anyway, just a small mm. thing. Um, but it was cool. It was like two hour show or something. It was brilliant. It was really good. Um, hopefully right. we can put on that show with all of those people in uh march april whenever we're supposed to put it on but i i'm not holding up hope, much hope for it but we do have a plan to do one in lost lane with like 15 different people so that's half the audience if we if social distancing stays that's, in place. that's all the audience by the cur- current <laughs> rules i think so yeah well, that's true yeah well uh okay that is denise childhood sark richardson god knows marley james Vince mcmorrow i think i did leave marley out in the, uh, in the beginning apologies for that our final track of the week is from Tune Yards. Meryl Garbus is back. This is called uh, Nowhere Man.
is Nowhere Man by Chunyards, who are now Meryl Garbus and Nate Brenner, right? That's there's yes. two people, and yeah, it's yeah. not just Meryl Garbus. Um, yeah, um, this is is this from an album or just a once off? It's a once off for now, but I'm really hoping that it's going to be. Uh, I haven't seen anything about an album coming uh, just yet, but yeah, this is the first we've heard from Chunyards since 2018s. I can feel you creep into my private life, which is an album that I really, really like. Um, it kind of dealt a lot with the idea of protest and um, white guilt and kind of dealing with uh, difficult issues that are arising in America and the rest of the world um, that, you know, we're all sorted out and now everything's fine. Um, but no, <laughs> she's back again with, with, with this song, which is a... Um, she said about it, uh, the song and the video, uh, the, the music video is really, really great. It's like a kind of a Charlie Chaplin um, inspired uh, video, which is very, the visuals in it are very cool. Uh, she said they were re- created under conditions of feeling squeezed and pushed to the brink. I wanted to ask how loudly do I have to shout and sing before I'm heard? The video asked too, what am I not hearing? We hope the music brings energy and a strong wind of encouragement to those who are shouting and singing loudly for justice right now. Um, and I think she's she's always been really good at um, kind of uh, get, getting uh, co- quite complex ideas of um, politics and justice and um, protest into songs that are really, really high energy, really rhythmically complex, really kind of taking a lot of different um, input from different musics around the world. Um, and she's very much kind of, um, I I think quite respectful of the musics that she borrows from as well. So it's really great to have a song from her this week, you know, especially after um, a really difficult time in America with Trump's. Um, oh, we don't have to go into that. And so on. <laughs> I just think this this comes at a really good time. Um, it's it's quite a rallying cry for people who have had enough. Um, and I think that it's something that she does really well. It's again a really really high energy track. So I don't know what's in the water this week, but um, I feel like maybe people are just you know maybe it's just me. I'm just like I've got a little bit of energy this week, and I don't really know where to put it. So I'm going to put it into these songs, and I, I I think I think this song is is a really really good way of kind of getting out a bit of that frustration and getting out a bit of that annoyance and anger about what is to come and what is happening um and she has always done that very very well so i i i'm i would be really 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 interested to hear what a tune yards in lockdown album would sound like so i'm crossing my fingers and hoping that um that we're going to get some kind of long play from her at some point okay very good um tune yards one of the few artists to make me cry at a festival oh yeah um, at a uh, Primavera Sound and now it would probably be day two or three and first artists <laughs> I've seen that day um, but it's a, it was her voice that did it for me um, she's <coughs> she incredible this, she's, she's an incredible woman she's done these start for gigs that's like you know very guttural very um, tribal almost very primal mm. kind of um, singing and uh, yeah it, it did it to me it did it to me yeah. it made me made me well up big time um yeah so there you go i um, saw her once in um oh it was, it was somewhere small in dublin might have been tivoli um 
but she had a really bad time with the sound uh and yeah. it was yeah it was disappointing i mean she was great i sorry i should say they they were great but i mean she's she just owned it but um unfortunately the sound just wasn't it wasn't up to it um which is such a shame yeah. oh well Oh, well, that happens sometimes, but I take that now over anything else. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With regards to other listening this week, I have been, uh, a lot of albums released last week, so uh, I was uh, delving back into, I didn't go near Sufjan again because we did a lot of it for for the uh, uh, podcast last week as reviewed uh, the Ascension last week. Also, the week before, Pillow Queens was out, uh, Pillow Queens album in waiting, uh, getting great reviews and uh really positive album i've also just been listening to checking out as i mentioned fleet foxes isles i don't think it's for me it's all very uh one-dimensional um shouty uh they've been saying some weird things in the press lately and they're not making me want to go and listen to their album to be honest so i'm just opting out (laughs) (laughs) yeah it just i was never really that interested in in them in the first place uh i remember like Maybe at the start of the summer, they released a song and I was like, okay, right. We were talking about it on the podcast and I was like, okay, I'll get into them. I'll get into them. But um, I don't know. They've just been saying some weird stuff lately. So I'm like, maybe not. Well, I just know they don't think it's quite as clever as they think they are sometimes, or maybe they don't think they're that clever at all. But like, there's songs in the album where just there's one called Anxiety, which is just like, I've got anxiety. And then there's there's another song where they're just singing the word consent is like it's not very subtle <laughs> at all um so uh yeah it's fine it is what it is sometimes you just want something like that that's kind of really upbeat and like uh you know i hear they're great live everyone tells me they're great live apparently they're great live uh that salt album arrived on vinyl shortly after the uh Jai paul album as well actually uh that's which exciting. is great which I've also pre-ordered the second one, which uh, came out uh, two weeks ago. So I have, I will have both by the end of the year, hopefully. Um, and also, uh, I almost forgot this was being released last week because there was so much, uh, so many albums out. Uh, the Keen Kavna Dog Person LP came out last Friday as well. Um, on Soft by Records, a really, uh, really nice uh, ten-track album some of the tracks that he's released before like Coca-Cola Sky and Emma and uh, Rollover uh, I think it's a good vibe going on there what about yourself Have you listened to anything this week um I've been listening to the Pillow Queens album a good bit um but not much new I've been listening to It Could Happen to You the um Chet Baker album I really like Chet Baker so I've been listening to that again some nice easy lovely jazz uh to ease me into the autumn time um and i don't I think say much else actually the other thing mm-hmm. that it's just been constant in the last week or so is the cmat song um oh I stop be a cowboy baby i know you're a fan and the video came so out today good. as well video came so, out today it's uh, fantastic yeah um yeah it's <laughs> another, another dance for me to learn now it's been doing the rounds, that song. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's been uh, just one of those constants in the last few weeks. Uh, um, mm-hmm. So I've been really enjoying it. Um, Good. Okay. Um, and, uh, yes, <laughs> I was going to say I was, I'm was. i watching Bake Off, but sure, like, we've already discussed that now. We've already um, discussed Bake Off. What else? Uh, oh, 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 I watched, because we talked about it um, on the podcast. My, oh, my God. My did best friend's speed? wedding. <gasps> I'd never oh, seen it before. Did, oh. Oh my god oh my god we have to tell denise 
This is great. Yeah. So uh, in in our chat with Denise China, um, and God knows I'm early a uh, month ago now, um, we we were discussing. You were discussing with Denise about my best friend's wedding and how it's just so weird. It's just like it's it's such a sign of the times that you know somebody as who's basically trying to ruin somebody's life would uh, would be the main character. Um, I know it's such an <laughs> it's interesting thing because it it takes the whole. Like, so when, when Denise and I were talking about it, we were talking about whether or not we like happy endings in, in films. And I was saying in my romantic comedies, um, which I am a huge, huge fan of that kind of film, I, I do like them to kiss at the end. Like, I, I'll feel a bit weird if they don't. But My Best Friend's Wedding does it so well because they they kind of take the all of the beats that you need for a romantic comedy will completely turn on its head. Um, and yeah, you do realize that you've actually been rooting for the, well, I mean, you're you're a grown person now seeing it for the first time and you've got a lot of kind of like understanding of this kind of stuff now. But I mean, when you watch it for the first time when you're like a 12 or a 13 year old, you're like, no, I totally want her to ruin the wedding and get the man. Um, but then... Yeah, it's just it's such a clever film. It's so so smart. And I mean that scene when um when what's her name? Cameron Diaz when she stands up to do the karaoke. Oh, like yeah, you yeah. just completely fall in love with her. Like she her character in it is amazing. Um yeah, my best friend's wedding is so so good. Um we watched Twister. I remember last Oh, did week, you? you know, yes, I, yes, I you were just, report uh, on it. Oh my god. <laughs> It is exactly speed, but with a tornado. It's it's, <laughs> it's way cheesier than speed. Like it's it's um <laughs> like there's bits in it. It's a twister you haven't seen. Um yes. You're right. It so it's basically like this group of meteorologists in the 90s and one of them is going off to get married and he's like, no, I'm not involved with this anymore. I'm going to go become a weatherman. Then he has to come back and get his like divorce paper signed by his ex, blah, 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 blah. But he comes back and uh, there's a, there's going to be a whole series of like insane storms and insane tornadoes. So when he comes back, they're like, we have to go chase the tornadoes. So they go to chase the tornadoes. And then there's like this rival group of <laughs> meteorologists who are also oh, chasing the same tornadoes, but they've sold out and they've got like corporate sponsorship. And it's just of so course. funny. It's so oh, good. It's amazing. Where did this come from? Oh my God. Like, and there's, there's bits in it where they're like, you know, like, oh, you got to stop chasing these storms. And it's like, oh, it's all I have. And it's, it's just, it's so cheesy. It's amazing. It writes but itself, really. If you want it to write writes cliches. Itself. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, I'd say, yeah, no, you would really, really, really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that. That was great. That was, I just laughed the whole way through it at how much I was enjoying it. I love a good cheesy film. I really yeah. do. It's great. Hmm. Speaking of non-cheesy films, though, I keep I keep putting off. Um, I want to see that. Uh, is it Monos? Monos? Uh, it's on Netflix at the moment. It's I've been trying to keep meaning to watch it for the last two years, and now it's it's on mm. Netflix, and I have not watched it yet because it looks serious, it looks heavy, but it's supposed to be great. So I'm I'm gonna use that as encouragement to watch it in the next week, hopefully. Mm. Um, oh, um, another film that I've watched is um, Nineteen Seventeen, continuing in my. Um, vein of being really really late to films that have been tipped for oscars like two years ago um it was amazing have you seen it yeah i have yeah yeah i i, I blew my mind i thought it was absolutely stunning um it was really incredible yeah. those 
central performances. I, your man, the main fella in it, didn't even get nominated for best actor, which I was very surprised Did to go back not? and learn. No, like right. genuinely shocking. Yeah. And so I've been going deep into like behind the scenes and how they made it. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's so masterful. Like, it's great. I quite like waiting a couple of years after a big release comes out. And then I feel like I can just have my own opinion on it and not just like. It's only years. Take less than a year. Maybe a year. Oh God. Who knows? Like, but, um, yeah, well sometimes there's a lot of discourse around a film, um, like, like Tenet, uh, which I did go to see. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah. Yeah. And you just kind of have to block out the discourse. So maybe maybe waiting a year is nice. But um, yeah, I thought it was amazing. It was really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to have something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, which is, I did say I was going to watch all of the seasons of uh, the final season of Sopranos. But instead, what we, I just got to, we just got to the final season instead. So that's okay. a, a marker. It was like, I couldn't do 21 hours of the Sopranos over in one weekend. Um, but I really want to finish it because there's a new season of Fargo coming and I want to watch that. And finish it this weekend. You can definitely yeah, do maybe. that. Yeah. If you've only got like 12 hours left, that's, you've got loads. <laughs> 21 hours left. 21, it's a lot. It is a lot. Um, okay, uh, we'll be back next week with uh, good chats and uh, music as ever. And, <gasps> Sorry, uh, we've had some breaking news. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Tony Houlihan is back in the driver's seat for Monday. As oh, our, he's as doing, our he chief medical officer. Right. He's back. He must be doing okay. Good man, Tony. Glad to hear it. Need the steady hand of of a, of a Tony Hooley. Um, okay. Um, thank you very much, Andrea. Uh, nice you, to chat Matt. to you in the daytime, as ever. And uh, always good to chat to you, but still nice, even even nicer to chat to you. Even in nicer the daytime, in the daytime. And, and not when we're about to go and make dinner. I keep talking yes. about this like it's a problem. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just a novelty. That's all. It's just a novelty. This is exciting. I hope everybody um, has a nice day today. Give me a wave there and I'll I'll, I'll do a look, a quick hello to everybody. Yeah. There oh, no, we go. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's it. That's a screenshot. If it works, I will. If it's all right, I'll share it with people. Um, okay. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, the patreon.com forward slash 909 if you want to hit the Roshin Murphy playlist and many other weekly playlists and themed playlists already there for you. Um, uh, that We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Uh, and that's it from us this week. Uh, thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Niall. Thank you, everybody. Thank you all for listening. Happy October. See ya. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? 
Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.